Ready? Yeah. Hi, Levi. Hey, Abby. Well, we're doing it. We're finally making a podcast. It's happening. Pilot episode starts in three, two, Soft one. Soft one. Oh, we're not doing and, that? Oh, no. Oh. No, it's too cheesy. <laughs> we just lost all of our listeners before oh, we even started. Well, if you're still with us, welcome to The Swole Files with your host, Levi and Abby. It's a podcast where, episode by episode, we get to know a fellow colleague. We're profiling a new Swomi each and every episode. My co-host Abby has been with Software One going on eight years. She started in Waukesha on the inside team, spent several months in our Dallas office, took a quick coffee break, and returned working out of our New York City office. And Levi's been with Software One for five years, including two years in our beautiful Sydney, Australia office. He currently lives in Milwaukee and is a BDM for the Wisconsin team. So Levi and I have worked together, and we've bonded over our shared passion for coffee and podcasts, and of course, our work here at Software One. This podcast has been a goal of ours for a few years now. A common answer people give when asked about the best part of working at Software One is the people. And that's true for us too. So we wanted to highlight and invite others to get to know some of their colleagues via this podcast. This week on The Soul Files, we're getting to know Dave Stangle, Inside Sales Manager in Waukesha. He was Patrick Winter's inside rep, he's coaching his son's indoor soccer team, and his favorite part of his job is having people leave his team? Sounds weird, but let's find out. All that and more on the pilot episode of The Swell Files, Dave Stangle. For our first episode, Levi sat down with Dave Stangle. It's fitting we're recording this in December, since Dave started with Software One in December 16 years ago. He joined shortly after graduating the University of Wisconsin-Stevens Point in 2003 and has been in various sales-driven roles throughout his career. So all the roles have been driven off of the sales team at, at some level, inside sales, field sales, um, partner-focused sales, things like that. Uh, I've probably had at least seven titles, I would say, through the 16-ish years. Um, but at the end of the day, they've all been a part of the sales organization. Dave shared with me that he's always been in sales-oriented roles, and a lot of what drives him and has really made him successful stems from his lifelong competitive nature. I think competitiveness and achievement has always been at the core of what I've done, right? And so um, as a kid, as a little kid, um, wrestling at high-level competitions throughout the country during junior high and high school, or in college playing rugby. Like that competitiveness is what ultimately at the end of the day drives me. So I can really vouch for his competitiveness. Abby, did you know, you know we like to play foosball, right? Yeah. Did you know my all time record against Dave is like two wins and probably 200 losses? (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Well, aside from the foosball table and Dave's competitive nature, we really wanted to get at the heart of what makes him a successful manager. Yeah, and I I experienced this firsthand because I had Dave as a manager for for a few years. Did you ever have him as a manager? Yes, actually. I was so excited. I'd always heard really great things, and I finally got Dave as a manager at the beginning of this year, actually. But it was brief, only a few months before the teams got rearranged. (sighs) Too short, too short. Yeah. It lived up to his expectations, though, and I think um, a lot of those expectations came just from knowing you and watching the team you were on with Dave in 2017. He really had a reputation for helping to grow people. Um, and kind of get them where they wanted to be. Yeah, and I've got to give Dave a big shout-out here. I was part of a really special team of his in 2017. 
and he played a major role in helping me move to Australia later that same year. Even though I was leaving his team, he never made it hard on me, he never resented me for it. In fact, he enjoyed helping me and made it really easy. And he talked about that being one of his favorite parts when listing his favorite part of the job here. We do, we do plan on bringing a lot of people on board. And so I think one of my favorite parts is um, many times we're hiring people and this is an entry level role within the organization. And so we do have attrition, but it's positive attrition in the sense that it's people moving on to different areas of the business or different paths. And so every single year we have people on our teams that are, are branching out and, and joining the L&D team, joining other subsidiaries as leaders like yourself. Um, we have individuals that will be joining um, the, the BI team. We have individuals going straight over to TBDM or directly to BDM, right? And so when I look back at my almost last five years in the leader role here, I mean, I can identify probably 10 to 15 people that have taken on different roles in the organization, and I've found great success doing that. I love that term, positive attrition. You know, that's a lot of people moving on from his team. How many do you think our listeners could identify? Oh, gosh. I mean, I know at least seven, I would say, in the last three years. And who knows, by the time you're listening to this, I'm sure someone else has probably already left his team again. <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, so next, we wanted to share with you some of his top memories working um, at Software One. Uh, Levi, did you know how close he was with Patrick? No, that actually really surprised me. Um, here's Dave describing some of his Software One memories around Patrick. Uh, oh man, I got so many Patrick stories. Um, so I, I don't know if everyone knows this, but when so I was definitely on board prior to Patrick, right? And so when when Patrick came on board, I was his uh, inside inside counterpart. I was his ISE essentially, um, and so he would. I mean, we, we spent a lot of one-on-one -on -one time together. Um, I mean, I don't know if I can pinpoint like a single story, but, uh, you know, certainly a great man. And a lot of the things that I try to instill in my teams today came from Patrick. I mean, there's, you know, a really unique individual that was certainly a visionary, but it was all about the people. Well, he was always so focused into that individual. Like, I always remember I used to like to talk to Patrick about, like, the acquisitions, right? I always thought that was interesting way back in the day where, um, you know, did, did we, like, buy a company? Or, you know, he would tell me sometimes how we would we would go into a country, but we would just buy the people, you know? like. And so I, I, thought, I always thought that was an interesting aspect of, like, our development as an organization. One of the reasons we created this podcast was also to get to know our fellow coworkers outside of work better. Yeah, it was interesting for me. You know, I thought I knew Dave really well, I've known him for over five years, but I still learned a lot of new things. Yeah, I've always loved hearing about Dave's kids. I'd see his, like their art projects on his desk, and it's funny because once in a while they'd swing by the office, and you'd kind of look up and peer over the cubicle, and you'd see... At the time, it was his three oldest just marching tallest to shortest. <laughs> yeah, and people would make fun of him for driving a van to work. Oh, uh, yeah, that too. <laughs> so it really wasn't a surprise to, to me to hear how Dave spends his free time. Uh, Dave's really a family man, so we wanted to share a little clip about uh, how, how he spends his time outside of work. Well, so I have four kids, so I would say what I'm into is, is just my kids' activities, right? Um, I have four kids, all under the age of 10. And even my four-year-old is just super active in activities. So uh, every, you know, I think they do eight-week cycles at the YMCA, and every cycle she probably has at least four or five classes, which range from art and, and biology to soccer, baseball, golf. Um, and so that, that's what I'm into. I mean, my, my weekends, my nights are spent shuttling kids to different activities. 
Um, tonight I'm making my indoor soccer uh, coaching debut for my 10-year-old. He's got a outstanding soccer team, and I've been afforded the opportunity to coach his indoor team, which is which is cool. They're the top top rank U11 team in the state. Um, so I'm just hoping not to mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that audio was from a few weeks ago, and I do have an update on that soccer team. They actually lost the first game, but I think the season turned out all right. Yeah, he told me last week they were doing pretty well this year. Yeah. So, you know, Abby, I think we've accomplished our goal about learning something new about Dave in this interview. Um, in fact, to be honest, there were so many things we couldn't even include in the podcast. We ran out of time. I know, I know. One of my favorite things um, we didn't talk about was his comment about you being too nice. <laughs> and, you know, how he helped coach you through that feedback. And uh, to be honest, that resonated with me because I, I get that feedback uh, pretty regularly. And I'm, I'm still working through it myself. Well, you know, the other person who's gotten that feedback is Tom Hanks. So I think we're in pretty good company. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, that's all for today's pilot episode of The Swo Files. Join us next time for a mystery guest. And don't forget, to, don't forget to give us feedback about the podcast. Be sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Or Fuse or, right. or any other way you're listening to this. Yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> and then I just ended like a conference call.